Hello everyone, I'm in a different spot tonight. In my kitchen, the dishwasher is running, so it's a little too noisy and a little bit distracting, the noise is. So here we are in our great room, all relaxed and getting ready to share with you something really important. And I'm gonna share about mothers. Mothers are important. With Mother's Day just right around the corner this coming weekend, I thought I'd talk about the importance of mothers and I'm gonna do it in a little bit different way than most people do. But um, it, I think you'll find it very interesting and um, very helpful. So we know that there's mothers listed in the Bible. The first mother was, of course, Eve. She was the first mother on the face of the earth. And then there was Sarah. Um, she was married to Abraham. She was old. She was barren. She wasn't able, able to have children. But she conceived and she had a son uh, because of her faith in God's promises to her. And then, of course, we have Mary. We couldn't forget Mary. She um, was the mother of Jesus. <clears throat> Mary was chosen to conceive, give birth to, nurture, and train the Messiah. And then there's also bad mothers in the Bible. Um, I think of the story of Herodias, who was married to Herod, and she had her daughter, Salome, um, dance before Herodias in a plot or a scheme to get the head uh, get John the Baptist had, sorry, beheaded. So she's not a good mama. And then Jezebel, uh, her evil spilled out. She was a queen. She was, her evil just spilled out into the lives of her children and the generations to follow her. So we know that there's many, many, many different kinds of mothers. And there's as many kinds, different kinds of mothers as there are mothers because everyone is unique and different and has their own uh, uh, characteristics and they're both uh, good points, um, traits that they are really good at. But I want to be sure that you know that there's never, ever, ever any mother who was perfect. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times you might see a family and you might think, oh, you know, she's just a perfect mother. And um, But it turns out that she has faults too. Everybody has faults. So Mothers aren't perfect as much as we would like them to be. You know, there's excellent mothers, there's good mothers, there's bad mothers, there's distant mothers, there's physically and mentally ill mothers, there's foster moms, adoptive moms, <clears throat> there's abusive moms, nurturing moms, funny moms, <laughs> serious moms, there's sports moms, and there unfortunately are deceased moms, moms who've, who've left this earth. Mothers and fathers are vitally important to a child's emotional health and development. I'm going to say that again. Mothers and equally fathers are vitally important to a child's emotional health and development. I can't say that enough. Mothers and fathers are needed, are, are, are just important puzzle pieces in a child's life. And if they're not there, the child suffers for it. Um, I found this uh, job description for a mom <laughs> position several years ago on the internet, and I thought it was funny, and I thought you would enjoy it. Now, I can't give credit for it. I don't know who wrote it uh, because it was many years ago, and I can't find it again. So I don't know who wrote it, so I can't take credit for it. I can just take credit for finding it and, and sharing it with you. So here's a job description for an application for a mother. Position title, mother mom, mama, mommy, ma, and mom, as they would say in Britain. The job description, 
long-term team players needed for challenging permanent work in an often chaotic environment. Candidates must uh, possess excellent uh, communication and organizational skills and to be able to work uh, variable hours, which include evenings and weekends and frequent 24-hour shifts on call. Some overnight travel required, including trips to primitive camping sites on rainy weekends and endless sports tournaments in faraway cities. Travel expenses are not reimbursed. Extensive courier duties also required. Then the responsibilities for the rest of your life. <laughs> you must be willing to be hated, at least temporarily, until someone needs $5. <laughs> Anybody who's been a mother for any length of time knows that, that sometimes the kids just don't like you very much, but they'll like you a lot if they need some money. Uh, <clears throat> responsibilities, again, must be willing to bite your tongue repeatedly. Also must possess the physical stamina to pack uh, of a pack mule and be able to go from zero to 60 in three seconds flat uh, in case this time the screams from the backyard are not from ju just from someone crying wolf, uh, must be able, able and willing to face stimulating technical challenges such as small gadget repair, uh, mysteriously sluggish toilets, and stuck zippers, must screen phone calls, maintain calendars, and coordinate production of multiple homework projects, must have ability to plan and organize social gatherings for kids, of all ages and mental outlooks, must be willing to be indispensable one minute and an embarrassment the next, must handle assembly and production safety testing of a half million cheap plastic toys and battery-operated devices, must always hope for the best but be prepared for the worst, must assume final, complete accountability for the quality of the end product. <laughs> Responsibilities also include floor maintenance, Laundry, shopping, cooking, and janitorial work throughout the home. Wow. Possibilities for advancement and promotion. Virtually none. <laughs> Your job is to remain in the same position for years without complaining, constantly retaining, retraining, and updating your skills so that those in your charge will ultimately pass you up. Wages and compensation. Get this. You pay them, <laughs> offering frequent raises and bonuses. A balloon payment is due when they turn 18 because of the assumption that college will help them become financially independent. When you die, you give them whatever is left. The oddest thing about this reverse salary scheme is that you actually enjoy it and wish you could only do more. Benefits. While no health or dental insurance is included, no pension, no tuition reimbursement, no paid holidays and no stock options are offered. This job supplies limitless opportunities for personal growth and free hugs for life. If you play your cards right. <laughs> well, I thought that was pretty funny and there's a whole lot of truth in it. Moms do a lot. Moms are important for a lot of reasons. Moms are needed for a lot of reasons. You know, my mother passed away when I had just turned seven. She was sick and in and out of the hospital um, for I think about two years before she passed away. So she, she was, um, she was very sick. In a little over eight months after she passed away, I had a new stepmother and putting it mildly, things didn't go well for me and my siblings. 
because of this, because of these things that have happened, I've always marveled, just marveled at the relationship people have with their mothers. It's something that I've never experienced. It, it's completely foreign to me, unfortunately. So I'm a, in a unique position to share how important a mother is, having missed out on that as a young child, a teen, and an adult. So mothers are so important. Sometimes, you know, you can appreciate something more if you've never had it than if you've had it all your life and, and couldn't think of life any other way, you, you know, might take it for granted. For this Mother's Day, I'm going to share some of the things that happen when you don't have a mom or have a mom that is uh, absent due to illness, addiction, uh, abuse, or mental illness. Through, through time, many do not have a mo mom. Uh, let me start that again. Throughout history, throughout time, um, many don't have a mom present because of war. Um, a current instance is in Ukraine. Uh, Russia has kidnapped at least 15,000 children from Ukraine. So they, they don't have their mom. The, all those children don't have their moms right now. And they're in, in stages in their development that if their mom isn't there, um, it can really hinder them. And they think there could be up to 400,000 children uh, that were kidnapped. Uh, but they know it's at least, at least 15,000. Um, during World War II, uh, children were separated from their mothers in Germany um, for brainwashing to purify and perpetuate the Aryan race. And other children, like in, in France and England and, and, and places like that, uh, people sent their children away from their homes to the countryside, to distant relatives, even to the United States to protect them from the horrors of the war. But during that time, those children did not have a mother present. And it, it, um, they might have missed some of the horrors of war, but the things that they had to endure being uh, away from their mothers and their fathers was really horrific too. Another example of this is in Canada, Native American children were taken from their homes and put in boarding schools for re-education so that they wouldn't act like Native Americans, that they'd act like Canadians. And this went on for about 100 years. So <clears throat> there's quite a legacy there of, of ill treatment of children and not recognizing the importance that uh, a mother holds in their life. So I'm sharing this so that you can be so thankful for your own mom and also be aware of the effects that not having a mom has on children. Um, <clears throat> mothers play a very unique and critical role in the upbringing of children. They're essential. Mothers are essential in the normal and healthy um, development of child. When a mother is deceased, or absent due to addiction, mental illness, or some other problem, children just don't develop normally a good deal of the time. Um, when they do develop normally, it's because they were encouraged to talk about their mom, they celebrated their mom, they, they remembered their mom, you know, in the case of, of her passing away, and they had a real strong and supportive father who was involved in their lives. So children who lose a mother, and this, is, this has been studied quite a bit, Children who lose a mother are at a higher risk of things like anxiety, depression, PTSD, attachment disorders, physical problems like digestive issues, chronic illnesses, risky behavior, insecurity, and less success in school, and many other things. Um, and like I said before, these things are, are magnified so much if the father 
that's with the children is not supportive or engaged in the care and the emotional health of his children. When, when you see a child or an adult that is struggling in their lives, um, it may be because some important building blocks that they needed when they were a child put into them by their mother are just missing in their development and there's no way they can get that back. Uh, maybe they didn't have a mom to love and nurture them. That's so important. Again, mothers are so important. The mother-child relationship is integral to the healthy development of children. Children thrive when they have a secure and stable and positive relationship with their mothers. When the mother's absent, the child can struggle. Um, studies have shown that a child's emotional development and relationship skills can struggle to progress when a mother dies or is separated from their children. So a lot of times if a mother dies, you know, people have the visitation and the funeral and, and then, you know, help out the family for maybe a week or so. But uh, for children especially, this can be a lifelong struggle when they lose a mother. Um, if a child doesn't have a mother, who, who gives them that love and that, that, uh, who teaches them and mentors them? And it's really important for us to understand that a father can't replace a mother no more than a mother can replace a father. God wants us to have a mother and a father, both parents. And sometimes, sometimes tragedy happens in people's lives. It happens more than, more than we'd like to think. And uh, people really struggle with this. So I'm just trying to make everybody aware that people that go through this, there are struggles that they endure uh, many times from the, uh, for the rest of their life. Um, here's a response from a man's point of view for a question posted on a chat site on the internet about the effects of not having a mother. This is a man, a grown man saying this. I would say it would contribute to your failures with the opposite sex. I think it probably contributes to my failure in relationships, chronic anxiety, and perpetual insecurity. The lack of no mother figure in my life probably affected me somehow psychologically. It almost feels like you're in a perpetual state of being incomplete. I am probably more emotionally muted and regressively angry with everything as I've gotten older. No external mother or feminine figure can really make up for the lack of a motherly figure I didn't have in my life. I really wish I had like a legit mother who cared for me and who had supported me. Personally, I'm probably, I'm, I'd probably be more balanced and psychologically, uh, balanced psychologically and probably less neurotic. And that, that was, like I said, a grown man talking about the loss of his mother when he was a child. Um, the Harvard's Children Bereavement Study looked at school-aged children who had lost their mother. Two years after the loss, the kids who had lost a mother had more aggressive and disruptive behavior. They were more socially withdrawn and had low self-esteem. And a lot of times we, you know, the easy way to look at children that are maybe disruptive in school or not behaving properly or, you know, um, struggling, we just think, well, you know, they need a whooping or they need to be punished or they need, you know, they need a firm hand or they need somebody to tell them, tell them, you know, how they should act. But maybe, maybe that's not really the problem. Maybe they're struggling with the loss of a mother because those things can affect people so badly. Um, there's a, uh, I talked about a man. Now I'm going to talk about a woman, um, wrote this book. It's called Motherless Daughters. And, um, 
it's I read I read it probably ten years ago, and the book just complete. I was referring. My sister uh, told me about this book, and when I read it, I was just floored uh, because the experiences of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other women who had lost their mothers were basically very similar to mine. And it shows that there, there are things that happen to young people, to children when their parent dies. So there's several psychological effects of growing up without a mother. Um, so I'm going to go over a few of those. Um, a lot of times when a person loses their mother, they have difficulty with relationships unhealthy relationships or, or have trouble getting close to people. Uh, growing up without the emotional support of a mother can prevent a child from understanding their feelings, being able to communicate their feelings, um, and have trouble having healthy relationships sometimes. Um, and that's, that's because they didn't have that mother-child relationship. They couldn't talk to each other. Educational effects. If you did not have a mother growing up, your grades may be lower and you may not have attended college. You're more likely not to attend college if you've lost a mother earlier on in your life. Um, heightened stress levels. As I talked about before, uh, anxiety can be a real problem. Uh, stress and anxiety are a real problem for children without a mother. Um, why is that? Because the mother is the person that, and normally that is soothing, is uh, a buffer between you and the world and all the hurts in the world. Um, she's your emotional support in time of trouble. And when you don't have that, you can become anxious and stressful. Um, the next thing is increase in depression. Studies have shown that children who have lost their mother are much more prone to depression. So there's so much more to be said, but if you've been raised without a mother and if having any kind of difficulty, I encourage you to do some research on the subject. Learn all that you can about the effects uh, you and on you and how you can heal from those. Sometimes just understanding, oh, that's the reason I act that way <laughs> or that's the reason I'm that way. It can help you tremendously and immensely. And if you have a mom, be thankful. Uh, love her and show your appreciation. Uh, do it every day. Keep in contact with your mom every day, every week, you know, whatever your schedule is. But keep in, uh, in touch with her. Show her how much you appreciate her. And yes, I know that your mom probably wasn't perfect. There is no perfect mother. But um, she's your mom and she's a gift to you. And so keep in touch with her. Um, if you're a father who has lost your wife and, and the mother of your children, your children need you to be emotionally present. The kids need to keep their memories of their mom alive. They need you to talk about her. They need to hear about her. They need to know what her hobbies were, what she liked, what movies she liked, what was her favorite color, what was her favorite flower, what did she like to cook, did she like crafts, did she like to sew. You know, that can do a tremendous, tremendous uh, good thing in, in, in uh, filling up the void that that mother's left. Um, and if you know a teen or a child without a mom, I just encourage you to reach out and help that child and that family. That's so important. Um, you know, my husband, Terry, he lost his father at, at age seven. And, um, something that I think really helped him in his grieving is 
is the family members always talked about their dad. They always talked about what, what he would think would be funny or what he liked to eat or your dad would do this or your dad did that. And it, 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 it provided a much more healthy environment for grieving and overcome that coming that loss. Another thing that helped my husband um, when he was young was uh, the support of neighbors. Um, there were people that would, um, one particular neighbor would come over all the time and, and help with any chores around the house and, and was a great friend to Terry. And then he had other uh, men that would take interest in, in him and help him a lot. And so that was very helpful. So if you know, if you have a neighbor, if you have a relative, you know of people who have lost their mother, you know, or father, but lost their mother, that's what we're talking about today. Do what you can to step in and be a friend and uh, be someone that those children can talk to and be a blessing to them. So I hope, I hope, I hope what I've shared today has produced some compassion in you, in your heart for those who have lost their mothers in childhood. And I hope uh, that I've been able to show you how, uh, how uh, hurtful that is, how dangerous it is to a person's uh, psyche to lose that important part. Um, in that book, uh, Motherless Daughters, it talks about uh, when a mother sometimes becomes sick, the daughters can just like go off the rails, um, like start doing drugs or not talk to them or get be angry all the time. And what that child is reacting to is the fear of losing their mother. And um, it's so important to understand these things and know why certain things are happening. I also encourage you to get acquainted with ladies who are foster moms and look for ways you can help and pray for them. Um, some of these children have moms who, who don't want them, um, whose moms are addicted to, to drugs or alcohol, and they've just absolutely left their children broken and empty. And year after year goes by and the, and the mother does not uh, make any changes in their life to uh, connect with their child or to be right for their child. So the scars that those mothers have made will probably last that child their lifetime. And um, it's, it's just very, very astonishing uh, when that happens, but it happens more times than we'd like to think. So as I said, if you have a mom, love on her, be thankful for her, and show her your appreciation. In Exodus 20, verse 12, it says, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord has given you. So I want to encourage you to honor your mother, honor your father, of course, too, and uh, do everything to uh, make that a good and healthy relationship and do the best you can. Um, so I, again, I want to wish all your moms a happy Mother's Day. I hope you have an awesome day. And I pray that if you're having difficulties in your family, that God will give you the grace to uh, know the right things to say, the right things to do to uh, bring your family back together. Now, I'd like to encourage you, if you've never become a Christian yourself, um, a lot of these things that I talked about can be so helped by a relationship with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit ministering to you and the Word of God teaching you um, love and forgiveness in your own heart. So if you've never become a Christian yourself, I encourage you to uh, put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, turn your life over to him, uh, confess your sins, and and uh, make a new start with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so I just encourage you to go to our website and find out more about the new birth 
It's uh, it'll be on the description of, of this video. And uh, I just trust that if you're mom, that you have a great and wonderful Mother's Day. And if your child with your mom still with you, uh, alive, I just encourage you to bless the living daylights out of your mom. I'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.